Welcome, podcast family. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first edition. That's right. This is the first episode of the A Ballin' is a Hobby podcast. I'm your co-host, Ed. I got three of my homeboys with me. We're about to take y'all on a crazy ride these next few weeks, years, however long we decide to do this. You're about to be entertained, I promise you. Fellas, what's going on? How y'all feeling? We good, we good, man. What's happening, man? How you living? <laughs> I'm living good, Jay. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Happy to be here. Yo, I'm, I'm glad we all were able to get our schedules in and make this thing happen. Right. You know? This is long overdue, gentlemen. Yeah. For, those long who don't, for those who don't know, we had the Four Sportsmen blog back in the day. Like we were killing the game. Killing the game. <laughs> With the commentary, ruffling people's feathers. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith retweeting us. It was we had some tra- traction going, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was it was ready to take off. It was. <laughs> oh, for sure. It, it was starting to take off, but now we back and, and we can take it to him with the podcast and yep. still give him some blog articles. So we got a whole lot of content in the works. You feel me? Hey, I think we're just gonna jump right into it. First things first. Who watched Game Six? Bucks Suns last night. Was I the only one? I watched it. It was, it was great, man. It was a great game. It's been a great series. Yo. <laughs> series I caught was... the highlights. I can't lie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Those, those highlights were crazy, though, I'm sure. Like, it was a competitive game back and forth. Yeah, and when I say I watched the game, I watched, like, the last probably, like, end of the third and beginning of the whole fourth, so that's what I Now we, well, now we get into so. it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's when the game picks up. So I mean, Baby, that's the most important part. <laughs> so, so Giannis is he the goat? Is he goat, number yeah. one? In, is is he the is he number one face of the league right now? Is it Giannis? Is it LeBron? Is it KD? I mean, face of the league or best player? You know, it's I think it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Nah, that doesn't go hand. In. I don't think so. I agree with Paul. I don't think that goes hand in hand. So, what's I think face, the face of the league? The face of the league is the most marketable person. That's so. so fun. And yeah, I agree. I agree that the most marketable person, the people most relate to is the face of the league. And when you think of basketball, think of LeBron. I mean, even if he was about to retire right now, even if he was absolute garbage, he'd still be the first person you think of because of his longevity. What he's done is probably just, you know, it's not really paralleled in terms of his longevity. Now, I'm not saying he's the greatest. Mm-hmm. But longevity wise, I mean, he's up there. It's probably him and Jabbar, right? Well, people yep. probably be the longest. But as a wing, he's unparalleled. So he's still the face of the league. I don't know, man. You know, uh, you know. To, when I think of when I think of what the league is now, I mean, obviously, there's no taking away from what LeBron has done. But I kind of feel like Giannis is what the league has been waiting for because you know Le- LeBron's in the twilight of his career, right? And Giannis is the one who, I mean, the media loves him, right? He's got ridiculous potential. And he has now done what LeBron, you could argue, has never done, which is essentially pull a J. Cole and go platinum with no features. He (laughs) he won a ship basically with with a roster that is not a super team. So, you know, I, I think it's, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not taking away, obviously. I mean, Le- LeBron's image and impact speaks for itself. But 
you know, I kind of feel like Giannis has next, and I kind of think that that's the way that the league would like it to be. And it's it's almost going away from what the new status quo has been, which is you shoot the three ball. Steph Curry exactly. made the three shooting from half court. That was the new league. All the kids coming in, they just want to shoot from half court. Giannis just came in. He can't shoot. He's going to give you a bucket within six feet. And he's still <laughs> the most dominant in the series. Couldn't shoot a free throw until last night. Messed around and went 17 for 19. Something crazy. So, I mean, I mean he kind of plugged that hole of his game, at least for that one night. His evolution has been crazy. Yeah, definitely. I think he, I think he might have next. He probably does. But, like, in terms of the face, I don't think he's a face yet just because he doesn't move the needle like LeBron. Like, for instance, I'll say this, right? I don't even like LeBron, right? And I'm, I'm saying that. But you don't like, like LeBron? No, nah, I, don't, I, I don't even like him. Like, I just, I don't like his personality. I, love, I mean, like half the country, like, we don't like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think Jared likes him, you know, I don't think really, first, like, as a basketball player. But, like, yeah. yeah. So, what I'm, what I'm saying is that he doesn't move, Giannis doesn't move the needle like him, right? So, even even this game, I wanted, um, I wanted, I wanted the Suns to win. But, you know, when the Suns did, when Giannis won, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I wasn't angry. I, I didn't care. Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's cool. Was, it's He's a likable guy. That's what I'm saying. So, it wasn't a big deal. But, like, you know, if it was LeBron in the finals and he won, I'd be, I'd be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, he doesn't move the needle like LeBron does. Mm. That's my so, so, to be the face of the league, you got to move the needle and be marketable. It's like, the Tom yeah, Brady effect. I mean, even yeah. if you don't like Tom Brady, you show up in the Super Bowl, people are going to tune in either to hate or to cheer him on. Fact. But you're going to watch. Exactly. Like the same thing with LeBron. You might not like him, but even if some people would just hate watch him, they're like, I just hope that he wins. And that's just what they say to. So I mean that's that's kind of the way it is. Um yeah. I think Giannis definitely could be next, but you know what he's accomplished, I think, at this point to his career, he's only twenty six, two MVPs, finals MVP, championship, defensive player of the year. Um, I don't know it's how many. Crazy all... list. I mean, That's if you just look at it compared to other time, all-time greats, it looks like just based on accolades, probably top twenty-five player ever, right? And we yeah. all know the the limitations in this game, so mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy because there's a whole other level that he could reach. And I don't. And at this point, he doesn't necessarily have to. I think what he did last night was probably cement what he is as foundation. That no matter what he does, if he can re- retire right now, he's still a Hall of Famer. I don't think there's any question. I mean, okay. I feel like people have done less and somehow made the Hall of Fame because <laughs> yeah. they count all the stuff from college and everything else. And I can't remember who said it. Uh, one of the texts, uh, maybe it was you, you, Chris, or you, Paul. Um, you know, he's only been playing, what, 13 years? Yeah, it's nothing crazy. amazing. Right. So, Paul, Paul I want to ask you, though, why, why did you want the Suns to win? Chris Paul, like it gotta be Chris like Booker, Paul, man. You know, he, I kind of like Booker, and he he let me down too in that game yesterday. Like it was funny, me and me and Jared were having this argument a couple weeks back about like you know if Booker is better than Tatum and um Spider, right? Forget that. Mm. Yeah, we were, like yeah. you know, we were going back and forth, and I was like, you know, I I thought he's better than the other two, but after yes, I'm like, man, Jared, you're right, like because he he stopped shooting at the end of the game. He was scared. He did. It was it was, it was too big for him. I don't know if Booker is is not is better than Tatum. I just think Tatum has another level that I've seen him reach under different circumstances than I've seen Booker. And to me, Booker really elevated his game this year because he had a, a point guard like Chris Paul that could take some of the weight off of him. 
and you know get him easier looks and you know that really just helped him um and i think tatum as a i hate to say this but as the celtics shed more and more talent every single year yeah. it's become on it's become tatum and brown and tatum just forced to do more and i feel like when booker early in his career when he had to shoulder more of the, the load they weren't doing nothing like they just weren't doing anything if you look at the celtics team they were as the season wore on, they were depleted with talent, and somehow they still made it. Now, they should have been better than what they were, I think. But look at the talent-wise. They just, you know, every year they're losing people. And I think Tatum continues to grow. His game especially continues to grow. I, I think with that, Jay, we also have to think about Booker's playing in the West. This is true. Tatum's playing in the East. There's the yep. East, you know, Big the Knicks difference. got into the playoffs this year. So, the, you know, Paul, you have a response to that? <laughs> this guy. They did better than the Celtics. That's all I know. <laughs> but my, my thing is, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing for Booker anymore because, like, Jared, you got that argument because I'm going to be myself right now. I'm going to say he went out like a bitch. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, tell, tell us right how now. you really feel. <laughs> Episode did. one. No doubt. You stop shooting. Like, you can't, you got to go out. Your, your idol's Kobe, right? I didn't like Kobe neither, but like, you got to, you know, Yo. you got to go out shooting, though. You know what I mean? He didn't even go out shooting. Like, at one point, he had an open three. He's like, he hesitated on, he, he took it because he had to take it, but like, he didn't, he didn't shoot it when he should have. And then, like, two other possessions after, like, he just didn't want, he's playing hot potato with, um, with CP. So I'm like, what's, what's wrong? Shoot. Like, nah, man. You know, and, and, and he said that Kobe told him to be legendary and he has it written on his sneakers. And all game last night, I'm telling my fiance he is not being legendary. Nah, He's being man. the opposite of what Kobe yeah. is doing. He's missing yeah. uh, missing open shots and passing, passing a lot of open opportunities. Like, I don't even care like, come on, miss. man! Like, and you're human. Anybody can miss, but if you don't shoot, that means you got no heart. Like, mm. your heart pumping well, right now. Hold man. on, hold on, hold on. Let's <laughs> let's back up, right? Pumping this cool. is Devin Booker's first. <laughs> Will NBA you be final. So? <laughs> These are facts. These are facts. This is first one, man. <laughs> Look, you showing me, I'm you not showing, th- that showing me a lot about you. That's showing me that what's in your ticker, man. That's what that shows me. Like, come on. But, okay, but are you going to hold it against Giannis when, when he got ran out the playoffs against the Celtics? He didn't stop shooting, though, did he? I mean, did, are you going to tell me he didn't shoot? Well, Giannis can't shoot. Well, so I mean, he, he, he stopped attacking, though. Did he stop attacking? <laughs> he stop attacking? <laughs> no. Not, that's, not that's to my recollection. That's 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 my whole thing. Like I just said something about you, bro. Like you know, I don't know. Look, Paul, I I agree. I agree with you that that you know, like when the lights come on and yeah. you know, and the game is on the line. If if that's who you are, if you a dog, if that's if that's who you are yeah. for your team, then then you gotta then you gotta show up. But I always try to, you know, I always try to 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 keep some perspective. You know, when you're talking about, you know, these kids essentially who are on this major platform for a championship that they have waited their whole lives to try and get. Mm-hmm. And not everybody can be Brady, right? Not everybody can come in their second year and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I hear you, man. Very you know? true. So I, I just I feel for the kid. I'm just saying it that way. Like I feel for him because I like Listen, I, it's not that I don't agree with you. It's just that I, I kind of feel like, you know, it, it, it might, you might be right. Like it was too big for him because he hasn't experienced enough losses yet to realize how important it is for him to be able to turn it up in that moment. 
and how how far and few those opportunities come because the Suns might not be in the finals for another 20 years because next week next year the West is going to be Golden State's back Lakers will be healthy who knows where Dame is going to go if he's going to go somewhere in the West like this LeBron you might know. recruit somebody new. You never know. I saw Magic talking Johnson about post something about CP3. CP3? Going to you the know? Lakers, I mean. Oh, God. Because that was his, that was, that was CP3's opportunity right there. It was. That was yeah. it. Everybody was hurt on your, your path to the finals. You were up 2-0 against Milwaukee. All you needed was one of those games when the series first yep. went back to Milwaukee. Just one. Yep. And it's a wrap. Yep. And so couldn't do it. So do you think, what do you guys think about CP3 coming right out and saying he's not going to retire? Is that the right decision or the wrong one? I mean, I knew he wasn't going to retire. He wants that chip. I mean, he's still got plenty left in the tank. He's competitive. And he's going to try to figure out a way. I think what's going to be interesting is I think he's going to opt out, you know, of his contract. He's going to get paid a lot of money. I'm just curious if he's going to stick with the Suns. And if he does, if it's going to be like a a one and one like he'll do it for one year then he'll be able to opt out again and go someplace else because I, I think he's made close to $300 million in his career so it's not like a money issue anymore and he, he got the State Farm commercial right he's, he's very good um, <laughs> so at some point you gotta get the ring right so is he gonna become a full-fledged ring chaser I don't know if he's gonna do that I feel like he could just team up with LeBron and be like I'm done with this uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what he does this summer. I think he'll stay with the Suns. It's just how long will he stay with the Suns? And maybe the Suns want to move on because what's his name? The backup. What's his name? Payne. He was. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, Payne was solid. Yeah, he was doing. Was real, out. Yeah, he was doing real well um, yeah. from the stuff that I was seeing. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Phoenix, I'm not sure if I'm I'm sticking with CP3. I'm not. Depends on the number. Money, the, the money he wants a lot of money. Yeah, it depends on the number for real. Like I'm I think not. It was like 44 million. He's owed. Right. Yeah. Something, something like ridiculous. If but he's gonna opt out because he can make more than that. He's gonna sign a longer term deal for more than 44 million. It's just mm. what's it gonna be? Yeah. So I ain't trying to pay CP3 44 million. <laughs> no, that'll make sense. Man, <laughs> listen, I'm Drew Holiday's making max money too. He doesn't even make all star games like that. He's still but Drew Holiday helped the Bucks win that chip. Like he was key. Yeah, he's the one who you want. He's the one who was trying to lock up Chris Paul yeah. because he's taller than him and is a great guys, defensive player. So, do you guys feel bad for CP3? Like I guess what everybody's saying, like, when he, oh, yes, I do. I, I don't feel bad for. I just think CP3 is an asshole. <laughs> and first, like that, just real talk, I've heard that. I've heard a I've lot heard of opponents too. and players like he's not a part of that clique yeah. in no. the NBA where people fuck with you. He's one of them cats. Unless you're teammates, like ain't nobody messing with Chris Paul. From what I so from that standpoint, it's like, hey, bro, you gotta have better karma, better karma to you. Be, be a little kinder out here. In I don't feel bad. <laughs> you think his karma is the reason he lost the chip? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rubbing people the wrong way. said, "Be kind out here. <laughs> be kind out here, right?" <laughs> I mean, All right. That means that means from now on, nobody can talk smack about Tom Brady. Just so everybody no, knows, no, that's not gonna out there. Okay. <laughs> I was born and raised in Boston, <laughs> I so I'll ride or die. Except for right. except for Paul. 
Who's nah, that? You know. Giants fan through and through. Oh, man, that's 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 crazy. I'm not even sure why we invited this cat to the pod, people. <laughs> Giants fan. All these boys. I think <laughs> I think at some point there's gonna have to be an episode where we just air out all our grievances about the Patriots Giants Super Bowls. I think that's just. Oh, I don't have any grievances. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has no grievances. <laughs> nah, but when I was, I was in the club. Team, yeah right. Well, I say my CP3, like I don't feel bad for him just because like you get what you deserve, really. Like I mean, he was choking in the finals too, so it's like why am I feel bad? Like yo, he he fought a lot just to get there. I mean, he he then went through at least three injuries this playoffs and COVID. He yeah. was doing everything he could not to be a part of it. Somehow he was there. Yeah. <laughs> Still get it. I mean, he was like kicking the ball, like kicking the ball around the end of the game, like. He didn't really play well except for like the last this last game, like the last three games. So he didn't play well. Like, the last yeah. game he did. But I mean, my thing is, you know, there was, there was two games there. Booker had forty and he wasn't doing much those games. So I'm like, I don't I gotta feel bad for you. Pretty much got what you deserve, right? So Okay, know. so so then, you know, uh Ib, you you brought up the point, you know, that the Suns might not make it another twenty years. What do they have to do to get back to the finals next season? I don't know what they can do. I think they need they need more a, a more of a physical presence. DeAndre Aiden was getting slaughtered on the boards. He was yeah, that's getting why I was one. I've never seen so many offensive boards in a oh, game no. than what Milwaukee was doing a whole series long. Like they need some big bodies that can at least be physical. Like every time Milwaukee went up for rebounds, I saw no suns in the paint. <laughs> they were all boxed yes. out. That's a problem. It's a problem. So I think they need to send. Step. I think they need to send eight into like Elijah or something because they need to be getting more from a first number one pick, man. Like, I mean, yeah, you can't just be up. a rim runner, you know. He throws up. I think a lot of their team—they're a young squad, yeah. so I think their youth really kind of was a big impact towards the end of the series. To really close it out, you needed more experience. They just didn't have it. I think. Aiton's gonna have to become the best player on the team if they're gonna go anywhere. Like with Booker, I feel like Booker could be your number one scorer. I was thinking I was telling Jared, but I don't think he could be your best player though. To be honest, mm. you know, I think, mm. I, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. You know? Hot take. That's hot, spicy, I think, dog. No, nah, I mean, I, I, mean I think Aiton's gonna have to become the best player, man. He's gonna have to get some post moves and like you know, don't do more than get lobs and stuff like that. I mean, he's the number one pick anyway, so like, yeah, got to do mm. more. Than that. Hey, we we gonna see. We'll definitely see. So, so ask, oh, go for it. Go for it, Chris. Uh, I just, out the flip side. What do, what do the Bucks have to do, or do they have to do anything? Are they gonna be back next year? We'll be no, I think I think Brooklyn was gonna wash Milwaukee. Yeah, I think Brooklyn would have washed were. them. They were mm. healthy this year. So if they're healthy mm. next year, I think it's Brooklyn. Are they ever going to be healthy, though? I mean, what's I was just about to thing? say that. <laughs> what that's about the people on that squad make you think they're ever going to be fully healthy? Is Kyrie that's... ever going to be sane, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kyrie's uh, injured every... I is the say... earth ever going to be round, though? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all these questions, these things all have to align for Brooklyn to make it, you know? But I think what? I think it's going to be the Bucks and, and the Nets in the conference finals, though, next year. That's what I would say. I would say, so they just got to prepare for the for the Nets. They got to... Unless Dane... Unless Dan goes somewhere in the East. I know they talked about him like coming to Philly. Like where? Like, I heard not, Philly. Not them I heard, I heard They're going to package Ben Simmons for, yep. for Dame? Exactly. 
I want to. No, that's them. not enough for me. I'm just. It's, it's still not <laughs> here. If you're Portland or if you're Philly. If I'm Portland, Ben Simmons is definitely <laughs> enough for me to give up Dame. They'd have to come up with a lot more than this. <laughs> but, but even if that happened, right? Let's say Dame with um with that guy. What's his name? Embiid. Yeah. Embiid, Embiid. right? I don't think that's yeah. enough to beat Philly or to beat um, the Nets or per se or um or the Bucks. Not necessarily. I'm not sure about that. So. Yeah, it would depend on how they fill out their team. I think it makes them a better team than oh, what yeah, they are currently better. constructed. Yeah. And but, then MB might go get hurt then next year too. So it's like he's always hurt. You know, I have feelings about their coach, anyways. But we can talk about that on another podcast. And, and we should transition to we should transition to the other ones. Uh, what's his name, <laughs> Monty Williams? Because I know we were talking a little bit about you know that whole his whole speech in the uh, the locker room. Yeah, what, what do y'all bro, think about that? <clears throat> so if I'm the players, because here's the thing: you do all you, you dap everybody up when you're walking off the court. You know, hey, great job, whoop de whoop. Are the players going in there doing that? The players nah, feel comfortable knowing you just went into their locker room to like give them extra pats on the back. I don't know. Yeah. To that point, I'm not sure if I'm. Re- I get it. He's a all. He's he's a great act. He's yeah, stand up gentleman. That's dope. But this is competition. They just beat y'all for the finals when you were up two nothing. Hey, salute. Good game. Yeah, we're, we're back to the drawing board. See y'all next year. Not, I'm gonna come into the locker room and have y'all pop. I'm gonna have taste of the champagne dripping from my forehead as yeah, I walk crazy. out from from speaking to you. Nah, nah, fuck that. I mean, here's my take on it, right? I wouldn't do it, you know. And from all indications, he's a really good dude. So yeah. I don't think, like, to me, I wouldn't do it for a number of reasons. Like, I wouldn't do it because of competition, and then also it could you could be looked at like you're doing too much, like. The players from the locker room could feel like, man, you're trying to take our, like, you know, you're trying to take our moment, right? It's true. Mm, but they got like a lot said, of pub. Yeah, like, you're right, Paul, about that. Yeah. I don't think, because I heard he's a good dude, so I don't think he was looking at it like that, but it could be construed that way. I've done it, you know? Yeah. He took the complete high road. Sometimes you just got to find that middle high road. Yeah, man. It's like he went all <laughs> the, the middle high road. <laughs> the middle high road. Nice out there, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, we'll I, what about you, Chris? I really don't have a problem with it uh, at all. Okay. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, I mean, I know it's so cliche, and we were just talking about how Chris Paul ain't really in the in the in crowd, but you know, this is the fraternity. Monty played. He he knows how hard it is to do something like this, and you know, at the end of the day, from from a practical and kind of like a cynical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Some of them dudes on the Suns man to playing for him one day, and that might be the reason why they think okay I could vibe with him because he's really a stand up dude. Um, mm-hmm. On the flip side, you know, you know a lot of you know the Bucks, you know I, I understand why why they would be hurt and upset, but at the same time, you know it's still you know it's still a you know I think a good representation, um, you know, or of the Suns. I'm sorry, it's a good representation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you you know if you're a part of that organization that you've got a coach that's willing to understand that you know the clock hit triple zero and you know you gotta you know you're gonna have to lick your wounds later but you know while you're still a professional you're still doing your job and you're still showing you know i think you're still showing that uh that you're a good sportsman you know at the end of the day you know coach k uh for duke he did he did that when uh when duke got upset by mercer too and you know there's there's a history of folks doing that um 
you know, going into the opposing players' locker room. Now, not that I can recall from, you know, for being like for like a national championship or something, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if that's happened before. So I don't really have an issue with it. Yeah, and I can respect that perspective. I would, bet, I would bet though, right? I would bet, you know, some of the Suns players have had a problem with it. And I would bet, like, you know, probably overwhelmingly the Bucks players did it, but I would bet they'll, but like, that's kind of weird. Let us have our moment, you know? That's mm. Yeah. Yep. It's possible. I, I think yeah. I think it's way more likely, Paul, to your point that like some of the sons may have had an issue with it. Um yeah. I could I could definitely see that, you know. But you know, like I said, you know, I, I think there's something to be said for the sportsmanship um and and the professionalism and I and I think that, you know, conducting yourself that way at the end of the day, um, you know, you talk about putting good karma into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe he's trying to get over CP3's bad karma. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's trying to fight through it. There you go. I don't think it was a big deal either way. <laughs> no doubt. It, it was definitely something new. I, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. It was a nice you know, humble approach. You know what the what the big deal really is though, is that fifty piece that Giannis ordered from Chick-fil-A. Hilarious. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> He said, I said it, 50 pieces. Not 51. Not 49. Not 49. Not 49. 51 50. pieces. 50 pieces. <laughs> Yo, yeah. you know, that, that's goat talk. That's goat talk. And, you know, honestly, we started off the pod today. I said, is Giannis the goat? We're, we're kind of, it's been an ongoing debate. Is it LeBron? Is it Jordan? Who's the goat? Well, Jordan had Space Jam 1 back in the day gentlemen <laughs> the new goat the king had space jam 2 a new legacy you feel me mm-hmm. i thought it was cool i enjoyed it it was something for the kids but it was kind of nostalgic for me to check out what they did with it it was cool i liked don cheeto's uh personality his his bad guy betrayal i thought it was fun what y'all think man I- <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Similar Go to ahead, Space Jay. Jam One, it was trash, but that's good. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> for some reason, people think the first Space Jam was good. It wasn't. The soundtrack Jay, was amazing. Space Jam was class. Okay, I was about to say yes. The, the, the soundtrack. soundtrack was amazing. Mm-hmm. You got the Space Jam Elevens out of it. You got <laughs> no some doubt. great, some great stuff with, with Michael doing his thing. You know the Looney Tunes. You know, but overall, if you go back and watch that movie. It's not winning any Oscars. It's mm-hmm. not even winning a Golden Globe. Like, so let's let's keep it a buck. It, it's not a great movie. Jordan's not a great actor. The kids are a little bit weird. You know, it's, there's a lot of things going on with that movie. The now, kids are weird. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just being honest. The new one, you know, it's it wasn't for me. My son loved it. He absolutely loved it. He he wants to watch it again, and I will watch it with him. So. I think it, it it hits the target audience. It's not for me. I'm I'm in my mid thirties. They know that I'm not about to watch LeBron James put on the Looney Tunes jersey and go dunk on some imaginary creatures in the computer system. Like I, I, this is an algae rhythm. Nah, <laughs> the whole thing me. Nah, <laughs> the whole thing was extra. But like I said, it wasn't for me. It made a lot of money, and so I think. It served its purpose. I, I I will say the one thing that I, I thought was a little bit interesting about this one is it really seemed like a really long commercial pitch for Warner Brothers. Like, I felt like they put everything Warner Brothers ever related into it. 
And they like a data dump. Yeah, like I want you to remember that we did all of this. (laughs) We created it. We have the Looney Tunes. This is every movie we've ever created. So Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. (laughs) So you know they were having a lot of fun and stuff. And the funny part to me is, you know, kids wouldn't even remember all the stuff that's in there. They weren't alive when all that stuff was in there. So some of the reference points, you know, must have been for parents to keep them somewhat engaged. But I mean, it wasn't for us. So yeah, that's my feeling. You know, I'll say, you know, I think I like, yeah, the the Space Jam, the original Space Jam soundtrack was was fire. Uh, I actually think that the that the new uh, Space Jam uh, soundtrack is pretty good too, and they got some big names. Um, I like that Kirk you know, Franklin song. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, Kirk yeah with Little Baby. Yeah, that yeah, was with Little Baby and Kirk Franklin. Uh, I love Jordan Lucas's uh, joint. Um, that I think that is hot. Shout out to Jordan Lucas. I love love him as the artist, and I think he did his he did his thing on this. Um, hey, best but, best rapper from Massachusetts, to my recollection. Facts. Best rapper by far. <laughs> we finally got somebody besides Ben Dino to represent. That is, I was about to say it is an extremely low bar to be the yeah. best rapper from Massachusetts, but <laughs> word. Let me ask y'all a question, right? Because I didn't even get to watch. I'll be honest, but. You know, what I heard it was about was that, like, the son wanted, he wanted his son to play basketball, and the son wasn't really into it. He wanted to be a gamer or something, like his, his younger son. Is that what it was? Was something like yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much. It was LeBron yeah. wanted his son to be more into basketball, but not just into basketball, to play it his way, uh, which okay. apparently LeBron is the fundamental king. And so <laughs> the son did not necessarily want to do that. He was much more into gaming. And it becomes a whole thing about, you know, father son beef, and then. What's his name? Algae Rhythm plays off the father son beef. The, and... the greatest villain name of all time, Algae Rhythm. <laughs> oh, that's so y'all telling that. me LeBron was showing people in the movie how to stiff arm to the basket. Huh? That's what he, <laughs> he, was, he was showing the techniques of flopping to a team. <laughs> but no, like I, I kind of, you know, I gotta sit that theme because I resonate with me just because, like, my, me, me, me and my son, right? Like, you know. Cool. I want him to be I mean he's a natural athlete but I want him to be more involved in sports and he's like he's into like art and stuff like that you know so it's like it's kind of like you gotta love them who they are you know so, right and that really was the whole point of the movie I mean that that's literally yeah. the whole point of the movie you have to love them for who they are which is a great message it's just packaged poorly to me but whatever yeah. and it's not yeah, for me <laughs> I mean, even me and Chris were talking the other day. You're saying like, you know, one year one of your daughters is not as into sports as as, you, as the other one, right? Or as you would like something like that you were yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, so my oldest Kennedy, she's five. Um, you know, she seems to really like playing soccer. Um, her younger sister hasn't had the chance because of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. But generally, you know, it, it seems that that Kennedy tends to gravitate to sports a little bit more. She, you know, and when she plays, you know, she 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 has an athlete's mentality. It seems like everything shuts off. She's focused. She's, you know, mm-hmm. she's disciplined and and she wants it. Um, you know, and it may stay that way, it may not, but you know, I think I think that to your point, it's just I think it's important to make sure that you just lean into whatever you know whatever their interests and passions are regardless of what it what what it is um you know do i do i hope that she continues on this path kennedy does yes do i hope that emerson does too yes i love sports i played sports i'm still active um but you know at the end of the day you know i i'll be happy as long as they're happy yeah man that's that's important though
Today's episode is brought to you by Nice Touch Editing Services. Nice Touch Editing is your one-stop shop solution for all of your content writing and editing needs. Whether you're an author looking for an editor for your book manuscript, you need a resume and cover letter to go after that new job opportunity, or if you're a small business looking to go after that latest government contract, Nice Touch Editing is the premier writing and editing solution. Feel free to reach out www.nicetouchediting.com Nice Touch Editing Services Now that's a nice touch Chris and I love that you even brought that up in terms of yes you want to see your kids pursue sports because that's your passion but at the end of the day you want them to do what they do you know and and it kind of goes to Next week, I think, is the NBA draft. It's going to be a lot of parents there with their kids seeing that hard work and effort coming to fruition after all those years of letting their kid do what they do, you know? And I think it's even cooler with those kids coming into the draft because now it's not their first time getting money, fellas. NCAA (laughs) is letting them kids get paid now. I know (laughs) y'all want to get on that. Let's let's be clear. The NCAA (laughs) is letting them get paid again. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this is this is not you know this is not new for the NCAA. Um, it's just a new era, um, mm. you know. So, you know, for me, you know, football is 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 I have an unhealthy relationship with it. I'm not gonna lie. College <laughs> <laughs> you know, sports in general is something that you know that I think is you know, is, is something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, and, and so I've followed this discussion that's been happening really for years now, uh, about, you know, players getting compensated. Um, and, and I think that finally we've reached this place where the notion that these kids should be satisfied with getting an education is played out. Um, mm, I think that a lot of that has to go to the fact that we are seeing how college tuition, um, you know, it, 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 it outpaces inflation um, mm. to the point where it's making it really hard for people to afford it. But at the same time, you know, you, you really can't you really can't do anything in this country without a degree well there's a lot of things at least that you can't do without a degree and so the value of it has kind of been called into question from a lot of you know from a lot of perspectives and so this is just one of them but the NCAA to let um, players get compensated you know way way back when college sports first started so this isn't new yeah I wasn't even aware of that that's actually new for me yeah man yep um was it you know, the same not, way? Because I know now they're able to get paid for, you know, signing autographs, signing right. items. Actually, I'm not even sure what all the different parameters are for these kids to get paid. The one thing right. I do know about is signing paraphernalia of their name and likeness. Well, the truth is, you know, I think that um, I think that, that that's a story that's going to be that is being written in real time. Mm. Um what that actually means for people, I think, you know, for, for athletes is going to change over time. Um, but right now, you know, it means name, in, name, image, and like name, image, likeness, sorry. Yep. Um, and, and so, you know, 
players are signing endorsement deals with franchises. Um, you know, there was a there's a football player from Arkansas who signed a uh, signed a deal with PetSmart, I believe. Wow. Um, you know, there there's a kid, uh, uh, Jim Beheim's son, um, signed a signed an endorsement deal with a with a, with a cereal. Um, okay. And and some some kids are plugging their own businesses and hooking up their teammates. So like, Man. you know. You know, there's you know, there's a kid that has like a you know, he's got like a landscaping sort of like athletic sort of you know, athletic field caretaking business and he's he's letting his teammates, you know, help him advertise the business. Um mm. and he owns the business. Mm. You know. But you know, I don't wanna dominate this conversation, but I'll just I gotta, put this out there. Oh go ahead. Please do. No, no, definitely put that out there. <laughs> you know, for for me. You know, one of the things that this calls into question is, you know, is is how how we look at how we look at, you know, at least the major sports, right? College basketball and college football, largely dominated by black kids, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and has been for a while. And you had these rules that are incredibly amorphous, but also potentially devastating to a kid's career if they take any sort of benefits that the NCAA says is improper. Um, you know, Reggie Bush being the, the most obvious and probably most popular case. Um, you know, and you're saying that essentially their worth is zero, which is what the Supreme Court said the NCAA was doing in NCAA versus Alston that came out, you know, a couple months ago. Mm. Um, and so now you have this space where these kids are now being said yes you have worth how yep. how how different is that than the argument for reparations you Ooh. you were saying that these this, these kids have been laboring and college sports is basically a full-time job on top of going to your full-time course load you know of of classes um and you were saying that their labor is worth literally zero dollars, and now you're saying that it's worth something. How is that any different? Um, I mean, there are obvious differences, but you know, I just I think that there's I think there's a parallel there that I think is worthy of exploration. So you're saying people should go back and uh, and get reparations for like missed wages from being athletes early on? That's what you're saying. Well, that's why I was I'm, gonna go with it next, Paul, because that would be the way the but go for it, Chris. I'm just saying that, you know, there, there's been, you know, there, in the political arena, there has been a discussion about reparations. And I'm not saying that I'm for or against it. What I am saying is that um, if you are talking about the fact that there are there is a large institution that has been making money off of the backs of black people. And you were saying that that value was zero dollars. And now you are saying that that value is clearly more than zero dollars. Um, and there have been eight generations of of blacks in sports since the integration of college sports in the mid 20th century. Um, that got nothing. I, I, I think there's a decent parallel, but, you know, you know, uh, to, to at least have that discussion about what that means for 
blacks that don't play sports. Mm. I mean, yeah, that, I, that's I, all. I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I, I think that it's, I mean, there should be should have reparations for all the athletes that missed out. But I mean, seeing as how we can't even get reparations for slavery, people are going to be like, well, they're athletes. They got something, education, this and that. So. I don't know. I don't know that they're gonna feel like it's gonna be near and dear enough to like people's hearts for it to push through. Even though I agree with what you're saying, though. Black yeah. people ain't never getting reparations, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. That's just the way it is out here. <laughs> I've come to accept that shit and create my own reparations. <laughs> well, I, I think that's I think that's the American way, right? You're supposed to create your own reparations, but the question is, how do you how do you ever get back what what was taken from you and that you? That you lost before you were ever born, right? I was pushing uphill, um, mm. you know. But but you know, to your to your point, um, Paul, I, I I agree with you that you know there's there's obvious differences, right? Like this is a money making enterprise. You know the you know the kids have the opportunity to go ahead and make millions. Um, you know, if they get drafted, you know, there's there's a number of you know there's a number of differences, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not in any way trying to diminish that um but the value of education is not what it used to be even though it's incredibly important and one of the most conservative justices on the court said himself in the in the supreme court opinion that no american business no business in america would be able to run the way that the ncaa is run by (laughs) price fixing their labor at zero dollars yeah so it's been, it's been bullshit for a while and now. I, and I, I agree with you. I, I, I think they should get the reparations for that. But I just feel like people are going to say like, oh, well, where's the where's the real victim? Yeah, like, I think that's how people are going to look. Yeah. I mean, even though we yeah. know that there is one. But, you understand what I mean? Yeah. But I want to be clear, though. I'm talking about reparations for for slavery, right? Like, not oh. just reparations for, for, you know, former athletes that, you know, that didn't get the opportunity um, that these kids are getting. Um, but I'm talking about, you know, using the same argument that, you know, that is being used to justify allowing these kids to actually make money while they're in, in school to, um, you know, to, to create a parallel for getting reparations for slavery, for work that was done, for which there was no pay. And I think that parallel may be tough to make because people aren't still currently enslaved. So who are you giving that money to? Like right exactly. now, though the money's going to the current athletes, but mm-hmm. the folks that were athletes prior to this new ruling, they're not going to now give them money. That's if, correct. If that was the case, then maybe we can align that better to well, you did this in the NCAA. What's up with slavery reparations? My thing is this, right? My thing is this: we don't even need any more new arguments for reparations. It's obvious that I mean, it's just it's a just thing. It's just they just don't want to give it to us. Like that's just what it is. I mean, and they've given other people reparations. That's the it's thing. Not black like, people. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, the, the, what like, what are need? There's there's a, there's a whole bunch of arguments already. Like, I don't think there's gonna they just they just don't want to give it out. That's all. Like, I mean, even other countries like Britain, and you know, they're starting to give uh, reparations to like islands or other colonies that they had in the past. But it's just, I just don't think there's one argument that's gonna change that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, go go in the, go into that a little more about this country having given reparations just not to black people i mean haven't the and correct me if i'm wrong have the jews not received some reparations yeah, they from have. the holocaust they have okay 
Even the I Japanese know, from uh, the internment camps. The Japanese, um, you know, the indigenous folks, they, they've been given some reparations sprinkled throughout the country. Mm-hmm. They've been given land. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's fact. Like, I don't know. If, I'm not like disagreeing. I literally don't know if that's true or not. I've never, I've never done oh, the research. Yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, I've always thought that it's a really complicated question. Um, like kind of like how you disperse it. Um, mm. You know, and, you know, I think that there's probably arguments on both sides. I think some people would say it's, you know, it's, it's really simple. Um, I don't, I don't think it is that. I think that, you know, there were some, there were some African, there were some blacks that were, uh, you know, that were free. Um, You know, do you give them reparations? Like, you know, because there's, because there's institutionalized racism. Like I I just, I think that, you know, I think it's a deeper discussion um, than has been had, at least that I've seen. Um, But, you know, I'm certainly not the be all and all that. The discussion is, who gets it or should we get it? So okay. for me, I'm asking who who gets it. I'm not saying should we or shouldn't we. Descendants like, of former slaves. Yeah, like I wouldn't be getting it because my parents you know, were born here. So that comes from Britain. But I'm in more for you guys getting that though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll break bread with you, Paul. We got you. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. <laughs> So look, so here's and not to completely shift the conversation, I got a couple things with this name image likeness thing that I want to throw your way, Chris and whoever else. But I know Chris is the 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 big time college football fan, college (laughs) athletics in general. So if you got these kids that are now getting paid, so let's say for example, I just saw Saban, and I don't know how true this is that his new quarterback who hasn't played yet has yep. made seven figures off of name and likeness deals close to seven figures yep close to seven figures i bet yep. so this kid comes in gets all these deals for let's say two or three years because now there's no need to rush into the nfl a lot of times mm-hmm. kids are jumping in there because i need to get paid now mm-hmm. you're already getting paid what's to stop these kids from just having college careers and then quitting after senior year. Like, look, I didn't stacked up all my brain. I don't need to go into the NFL and possibly get fucking CTE. So I'm going to just get all my money in college and roll. What's to stop that from happening? What is now the entry for getting to the league if you're already getting paid seven figures before you even played college football? But that one probably won't be everybody, though. You know? So it's like... It, well... You know, I agree with I agree with Paul, but I think there's a couple of things there. Uh, first of all, I think it's a really great point. Um, and and to Paul's point, I do think that it you know that there there will be some athletes that do take advantage of that. But the, I would say that the first issue would be eligibility. Um, mm. You know, you only get you only get four or five years. Um, you know, and for somebody like Bryce Young, he's he's at the He's at the creme de la creme, right? Like he is a quarterback at the University of Alabama. So he's going to get, you know, he's getting this. He hasn't even played a down as a starting quarterback for the University of Alabama, right? But some kids take time to develop. So if you don't blow up until your junior, senior year, um, you know, are you going to have the same type of lucrative deals? Probably not. But you might be able to build off of that, um, Mm. 
in you know when you go to the pros and i think that it might change the way that um athletes decide to structure their pro deals and they may play for less time mm. but i could see the va- you know the vast majority of of college football players are not going to get the type of money that he is at least right now you know because the dust is still settling on all of this so you know as structure come in place and and businesses get a handle on how they want to market it things could change but at the end of the day what's not going to change is that you've got close to 100 kids on every roster for every power five conference in the country and there's only going to be a handful of them i think that are going to end up making real money and the rest of them are going to try and develop and hopefully, you know, increase their stock, um, both from a name image likeness standpoint and from a draft standpoint. And that might take a little bit of time. So they may not make as much money. So it may not matter as much to them. So they go to the league. That's a good point. And Ibn, I, Ibn, I think you you had a good point because, you know, I'm thinking about it. They, you might lose some quarterbacks, though, because a lot of them come from like privileged families. Right. I mean, mm. if they're making money up front like that, I mean, that might be a position you might lose people from. But I mean, I, you know, a lot of the NFL players come from like, you know, lower socioeconomic families, right? So they, they might, even if they are the big time stars, they might need more, right? So I think that's, that's something to that. Yeah. That's a great question, though. It's not something I thought of, like, really thought of um, intently. I will say, though, ironically, though, to your point, Paul, and this is just mm-hmm. me being a uh, contrarian. Um, Bryce Young is not a white dude, and I don't know that he comes from a privileged background. I don't know a ton about his background, um, but I do know that he is a person of color. Bryce Young, that's that QB from Alabama. Yes, sir. The one, okay. the one role. I yep. didn't realize he, I thought he was a white boy. <laughs> nope. I just saw the name Bryce Young in the Zoom, but okay. No. Nope. nope. And you heard Alabama. And I heard Alabama. <laughs> so between the two, I pictured white. Yeah, yeah, nah, yep. I'm not mad at that at all. So, I'm, yeah. so with all this happening now, are they gonna reinstitute Bush's records? Because you know that's what he wants. He wrote a letter to the NCAA. He wants his Heisman. He wants all that shit back. <laughs> I don't blame him. Uh, I don't know if the NCAA would go that far. I will say I'm looking forward to his documentary when it drops, though. I didn't even know he was dropping one. Yeah, he's he's looking in the, to release a documentary. I think we're finally <laughs> going to hear it from his side. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to seeing that. Absolutely. Definitely want to catch they won't that. Reinst- they won't reinstate it because they're just going to say he broke a rule that was standing. So they're not going to, you know. Yeah. I don't think they care. Kind of like Kyle, we still got a lot of cats locked up for weed, even though it's becoming federal. Yeah. And and and, and to that point, I can't think of Shorty's name from the Olympics. The Shakari track star. That or so, something Shik- like that. Yeah. Shakari. Yeah. Shakari. I'm not gonna lie, folks. When I saw it happen, I was disappointed in her, but I saw a lot of comments on socials where they're like, "Hey." Weed is legal in most states. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Give her a break. This is fucked up. It's because she's black. I'm like, nah, it's because she fucked up. Like, you know you're getting tested for weed. You can't smoke. Like, that's just yeah. how it is. But yeah. I just thought that it was a very interesting divide that kind of been made out to be this <laughs> racial thing on social media. When I'm like, nah, people, it, that's an accountability thing. And I, and I know that the young lady took accountability for what she did. But a lot of other people haven't 
accepted that. They still want to go into how it's federal, uh, how it's legal. It's like, nah, that ain't the fucking point. You just gotta be on your shit. Yeah. What, what, what y'all think about that? Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't get to talk to you guys about that. I wanted to too. I just feel like I feel like it both ways. I feel like they should change the rule. But yeah, she did mess up. Like how you you cost yourself so much money. You cost yourself a Wheaties box, probably like it just was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? it, just, it was a dumb thing. Like like if, and if it was my kid, I would I would tell them I'm disappointed. You know, you knew better. You know, yeah. there's rules. Like we don't always like them, but. That's what it is. It's just we have to follow it. But here's the thing, though, and mm-hmm. and you know, I'm I'm not going to pretend like I know what was truly in her mind or not. But I am going to take her at her word, um, at least from what I believe her word was. Didn't she lose a parent? She did. I heard she, she had did. lost her mother. And wasn't that sure when? Reason like right why? before, I believe. Yeah. She was she was smoking. I heard know. that. To to me, like I, I I agree with you, Iv, that like I I don't really I don't really understand why it became a conversation about race. I agree mm-hmm. with you, Paul. She you know she broke the rules, but for me, if you're gonna provide any context, it's not race. It's about the fact that she probably was not in her right mind. And let's not forget that weed is a downer. And she still washed everybody there. So how are we going to say that it's a performance-hanging drug in the first place? Um, right. Those are my main issues. With yeah, you know. no. I, I I did. I felt bad for. Her. I really did feel bad for. Her, but I just, like, if it was my kid, I'd be like, "Yo, you messed up. What's wrong with you?" Like, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just I know they they couldn't change the rule right then and there for her. Like that's my thing. Like, that's obvious. Yeah. Because then you got to change for other people, right? So yeah. Yep. And, and I feel you, Chris, that, um, you know, she did lose a parent and it's hard to like, you can't put yourself in anyone's shoes during their grief process. But it's like, yep. if you know you're going after these Olympics and again, I can't speak for her or anyone that's lost a parent, but you should be thinking like, hey, I want to make this happen for you. In order to do that, I can't smoke. You feel me? So it's like. Yep. Yeah, that should be a driving. That should have been a driving force to push you to that goal, not push you to the substance that's gonna eliminate you from having a chance. It's, you know. Yeah. But you can't. You know, you can't put yourself in anyone's shoes. That's in, during the grieving process. That's true. So you know that that was her outlet. I can't not so sure that. I feel bad. Yeah, I know. It I just happens to have consequences. Yeah. I felt bad for her, but I just like, man, you messed yourself up. You know. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people felt bad for. Her. Um, you know, she'll be I back don't... though. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's twenty one. She'll Hopefully. be back. I mean, it's a four year thing. You know, that's the, that's the problem with messing up like that. It's like, yeah, three years. years though. Now it's three oh, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Like... You got a lot of time to sit on that mistake. Yep. Yeah. And let it either drive you or or make you crumble. Yep. Because she might be worse than she was, worse off than she was before. Yeah. So hopefully not. You know who is worse off than they were before? The Patriots and Brady left. And I know that's random, but <laughs> we got we got Brady that's coming a hell of a back. Transition, boy. We got Brady coming back to Foxborough, people. I'm, I, I, I think we're taking him out. Yo, I had to. I think we I think Belichick will not allow the Patriots to lose to Tom Brady in Foxborough. I don't care what the records are. 
I don't care what Brady's squad is looking like. I just don't see it, gentlemen. I think he'll try. And, and I heard my boy Matt Jones is showing out. He's looking good. He's the new Brady. Man. Brady who? So, you know, the Boston New England media is going to hype up Jones because that's what they want to start. They can't stand Cam. Like, let's just keep it about. They don't like Cam. They've not liked Cam for some time. They want Jones to start. And they've been hyping him even before he took a snap. Oh, this is the highest pick the Patriots ever taken in QB since Bledsoe. Blah, 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 blah. So I hope he does well. I don't know if he's going to beat out Cam to start at least at the beginning of the season. I think my concern with the Patriots right now is I don't know where they're going to get any outside threats to actually challenge any defense. Everything I see is they're geared towards in between the 20s, and that worked when you had Tom Brady. Um, mm. I don't know if that's going to work with Cam, and I'm not because Cam is just a completely different type of player. He plays between the, t- the 20s. You need, to, you need a closer. It's not yeah. like you got Gronk out there. I know we got some tight ends that are good now, but I just don't know where that is, where we go from here. So it'll be interesting to see Brady come back. You know, he'll get the praise that he right, rightfully deserves. But I'm gonna say that this is gonna be my hot take for today. I don't know how good the Bucks are gonna be. Really? Word? Yeah. My hot take is, and it's not because of Brady. I just don't know. And I think Chris, we talked about this before. The Patriot way isn't just about success, right? It's about longevity. It's about doing the right thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Bucks have the culture to do what they did over and over and over again. We've seen a lot of talented teams come and go. I remember Philly, what, 10 years ago, had like the dream team that they were hyping up. I don't even think they made the playoffs that year. Right. (laughs) So the Patriot way, people always talk about last year, like, oh, the Patriot way, this, that, and third, and Tom Brady's the Patriot way. Yeah, Tom Brady made the goddamn Patriots, but don't get fucked up. Bill Belichick was the engine that made that shit run for years. Like, there were times where Brady... And I'm like the biggest Brady fan ever. It was not great. And the defense did its thing. And we had other people step up and do the thing. And we had great schemes and stuff like that. Yep. I think the Bucks capitalized last year like they should have with the talent that they have. But I wouldn't be surprised if they became another 10 and 6, 11 and 5 team. I think they'll probably do well in the division. I don't know, though, if they're going to be like the Super Bowl repeat that so many people are just predicting because I don't know if the culture is there in Tampa Bay to sustain that, especially when you bring back the same exact people. I think that is so hard to repeat with the same exact people because to me, it looks like you're trying to capture the same thing you did last time. Even during the Patriots dynasty, there were people coming in and out. They really just, they're really just literally running back the same people. I think that's incredibly difficult. I think the best thing they have going for them is Tom Brady because he is just that good, but that's my hot take. I'm not saying they're not they're gonna miss the playoffs or anything. I just don't know if they're this guaranteed lock to yeah, be I think back in the Super Bowl. To get back into yeah, I, I I I wouldn't go that far. I just wouldn't. I think a lot of stuff broke for them really well last year. I think um, you know they were they Brady played out of his mind during the back half of the season. They got a roll. Everything clicked. And it was going well, but I just feel like I don't know if the culture is there. I mean, they got a lot of people there. Sue, just got a, some. Uh, they got a few other people there that I just, you know, you look at them like, yeah, they did real well last year when they were winning. 
But let them hit a rough patch a little bit. Let things not work a couple a couple weeks. Let's see how they do. And I know Brady will be fine, but everybody's not Brady. And I don't know if they got the discipline to keep, you know, that 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 going like that. But we'll see. Time will tell. And they might have that Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. That and happens, that's real. <laughs> you know? And that's, especially for no. a team that doesn't have that culture. Right. Like saying. And running back the same people. It's not like they got a new hungry guy, a bunch of new hungry guys, you know, just coming in. Haven't haven't felt that. I think their their offense. I think they're running back almost everybody. Like didn't they bring literally everybody yeah. back? Yeah. Like the yep. first team that's ever done that. Yep. So I don't know. We'll How see. old is Brady now anyway? Forty three. Thanos. Forty. Thanos. Crazy man. I mean, at some point you gotta get old. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's the avocado ice cream, bro. Yo, I would try it though. Like I fuck with avocados. Not I at like all. ice cream. No, I, so. See, I don't like avocados. I exactly. Do I don't like avocados. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll try it. Evan, yo, you and me, Evan, we'll try it one day. Yeah. And report back. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew like guacamole, let alone avocado. Exactly. What you bought all that guacamole? <laughs> yo, I'm loving it. But hey, fellas, this oh. is this is episode one, yo. How are we feeling about this? Like, I'm loving the fact that we even jumped on and created this vibe for the people out there. For us, we kind of yeah. chop it up like this every now and then. But I'm really going to enjoy doing this shit on a weekly basis with y'all just chopping it up and putting it out there. Yeah, yeah man, man. This was great. It, this was great. It's, um, it's a good vibe, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know. You know. I was I was nervous at first, but then you know you get you get to cut I get I cut loose, you know what I mean? So it's get hey, there you go. Don't I get think, too crazy on them, Paul. So I, don't so know, one. I can't make no promises. You know, I think this I think this Yo, we need a hot is, take button just for Paul, man. Yo, for real. Hot take button. He knows. He knows no, and, and for you, Jay. And for you, but my, my, my hot takes are like are like little sizzle. His hot takes are like this dude is garbage. I don't know why he's in the league. He shouldn't even be here. Like, why are we even talking about this? this yeah, right man, now? that's just I'm I'm scary, bro. Because you know me, like it, it might go like my personality. Like, yes, you know, I'm, I'm quiet at first, and then like get, I get comfortable. Like, oh shit, like you know, <laughs> all the go left real fast, bro. Yeah. Real quick. Next episode, I might be watching. <laughs> But look, that's what y'all got to look forward to. Again, Yo. people, this is Ballin' is a Hobby, the podcast. We back in full effect, and we out. Facts. Peace and love. Yo, we're